Alright. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Alright. Okay, so um, on our last Bible study, uh, we, we uh, went over the, um, uh, the dispensations or, or um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a background, background of the, the dispensations. Uh, and, uh, and so today we are uh, going to look at the dispensation of innocence. Right. So this is the very first dispensation uh, that is in the Bible. So um, this dispensation, uh, it goes from uh, Genesis 1.26 to Genesis 3.7. So uh, we will read those two verses and then, uh, then we will go from there. All right. So go to Genesis one twenty six. Okay. Are you there? I'm here. All right. Um, Genesis one twenty six in the King James Bible says, and God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. All right, so now go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 7. This is the last verse of the dispensation of innocence. Genesis 3 verse 7 says, And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Alright, so uh, this is the, uh, the dispensation of, of innocence. And uh, it begins uh, with the making of, of man in the garden. Uh, and uh, man was put in the Garden of Eden, innocent. Okay? Um, God took dominion of the earth away from Lucifer because of his fall, his pride, and gave dominion to man. Alright? Now, uh, notice that in verse uh, 26 of chapter 1, you're going to see us. Let us. Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Right? And, uh, and so there you will see the Trinity or the Godhead. Yep. Okay. Um, now, as I said, uh, God gave dominion to man because of of Lucifer's fall. Now, I will show you um, Lucifer's fall, Isaiah fourteen, Isaiah fourteen, 
and verses 12 to 14. Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 to 14. Are you there? Yeah. I'm here now. All right. Okay. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? You know, the perversions, or a lot of the perversions, uh, they they say um, uh, day star, you know, something like that. You know, so they change that up. All right. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which this weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. So those are the five I wills of, of Lucifer. Now, um, there is only one place that Lucifer could have been to say those things. Where do you think that was? Lucifer was on earth when he said this. He had dominion of the earth. But now in, in Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, God gives dominion to man. Right? And um, with those five I wills of Lucifer, I'm not going to get into it, uh, but if you go over to Ezekiel 28, verses 16 to 19, you're going to see God's five I wills to Lucifer. All right, that he's going to destroy him and, and all of this. All right, now, uh, in, um, in Genesis 1.26, uh, notice that... There is a place that God does not give dominion to man. And that place is the firmament, space. But yet, you see, Lucifer, he wanted to go up. Right? Lucifer wants to go up. Man wants to go up. You know, they're exploring Mars and, and exploring space, looking looking for for life and and um, you know uh, there's there's talk of of uh, eventually trying to uh, populate Mars and all this other, you know, so uh, Satan wants to go up, man wants to go up, but in reality, 
man should be exploring the oceans, you know, down below the ocean, and not space. You know, man, man has has a dominion of that, but not space. Okay, so uh, this uh, this dispensation of, of innocence, uh, it's the the start of the Edenic Covenant. And its purpose was to fix the problems created by Lucifer's rebellion and fall. Okay, and uh, that is Genesis 1.28. Genesis 1.28 says, And God blessed them, and, call, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth again there's no space there for man's dominion okay so notice that man was created in God's image man is a trinity body, soul, and spirit, just as God is a trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But watch what happens. Okay, go to Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 to 17 Genesis chapter 2 verses 15 to 17 you you want to read that brother yeah it says and the and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Amen. Alright, so in verse, uh, verse 15, God takes the man puts him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Verse 16, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying of every tree of the garden, Thou mayest freely eat. That is a positive. That's a positive statement. Okay, and verse 17 is negative. If he eats of the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he shall surely die. That's negative. Okay? Now, in, um, in verse 21 and 22, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. 
and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. Verse 22, And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Alright, so God uh, causes Adam to fall into a deep sleep, takes a rib from him, and makes woman. Now, um, I read that this is where, I, I don't know the guy's name, uh, but the guy that come up uh, with, uh, with the anesthesia and all that for, for surgery, uh, the article I read said that this is where he got the idea of that from. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 21 and 22. So, I don't know. Just want to put that out there. Alright, so he makes man or makes a woman out of uh, Adam's rib. Uh, the test See, in uh, in a dispensation, there there is a uh, a, a revelation. Uh, there is a test. There is failure of mankind, and then there is judgment from God. Okay, so so they're put in the garden, given a commandment. Man is given a commandment to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That is the test. Okay. So the test came in Genesis chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Now I'll stop right there, because I want to say that a lot of people believe that that serpent there is a snake but it's not it's Satan himself right? and uh, you'll see that in um, Revelation chapter 20 verse 2 I believe because uh, Satan is a dragon Right, serpent. Right, and also notice that now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. If that was a snake, the Bible would say any other beast of the field. Right? More subtle than than any beast. So this is this is Satan himself. And he can be transformed into an angel of light. And angels always appear as men. That's right. So now the serpent was Amen. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman. Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So here, Satan is 
saying to, to Eve, did God really say that you should not eat of the tree, of that tree? You know, you really better think about that, because I don't think that's what he said. Right? And so he tricks Eve, and he confuses her. All right, now verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now, there is, there is one very, very important word there that Eve left out. That word is freely. She left out the word freely. And then verse 3, But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So did God say to not touch the tree? No, he did not. And then she said, lest ye die? Did God say, lest ye die? He said, thou shalt surely die. Lest means maybe, it could be, it might happen. But God said, ye shall surely die. It will happen. So, Eve adds to God's word, you know, neither shall ye touch it. Uh, she took away from God's word. She left out the word freely. And she changed God's word, lest ye die. And this is still happening today with the modern perversions of God's word. There's hundreds of perversions out there. And they all cannot say the same thing because of copyright. So the words have to be changed. There is only one true Bible in English, and that is the King James Bible. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, so now, why, why do you think Eve ate of that tree? She, she was tricked. She was fooled. But, look at what Satan says. Verse 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Alright, so Satan is calling God a liar. Can you imagine calling God a liar, brother? Man. My. 
And the servant said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So Eve ate because she wanted that knowledge. She wanted to be her own God. Now go to Second Timothy chapter three. Second Timothy chapter three. And uh, we'll read verses 1 to 7 so you get the whole context. Are you there? I'm there. All right. Starting in verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. Now notice verse 7. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. You see that there? Uh -huh. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And, and what what do they push today? You know, you, you go you go into a job interview or something like that, and um, they look for degrees. You know. Success is based on, you know, how many degrees you have and whatnot, you know. That's right. Um, I, I think um, around my my 15-year mark in the Navy, uh, the Navy decided that um, in order for a person to uh, be eligible to move up in rank, uh, even in the... Uh, enlisted side they had to have a degree or working towards one you know uh, I didn't care for that because then that would make enlisted and officer the same make them equal you know but um, but I was told by my supervisor that I had to do something so instead of going into a secular college I went into 
seminary and uh, and he was he was fine with that and he said he didn't care what I did you know as long as I was working toward a degree in something or I had a degree in something even if it was Bible you know, so so I got into seminary so in a way it worked out but Eve wanted that knowledge and she wanted to be her own God um, now if Eve would not have doubted God's word what God had said she probably would not have fallen but God's word is not to be tampered with okay go to Proverbs 30 Proverbs 30 and we'll read verses 5 and 6 Proverbs chapter 30 verses 5 and 6 Amen. You want to read that, brother? Yeah. It says, Every word of God is pure, is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And it says, As thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Amen. So every word of God is pure. But yet, man wants to add to God's word, wants to take away from God's word, wants to change God's word. And look at verse 6. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. So the publishers of these perversions of God's word according to verse 6 are liars yep but yet but yet so many people are deceived by them and they fall for it now it's easier to understand but it's not those perversions are not they're, they're not easier to understand. That is not the purpose of them. The purpose of the perversions are to confuse people about what God really says. But yet so many fall for it. Okay, so, so now um, Eve, she, she experienced all the different uh, kinds of sins uh, that the Bible talked about um, you know the lust of the eyes lust of the flesh and the pride of life uh, you'll see that in in first John chapter 2 verses 15 to 17 she was tempted with those three also Christ was tempted with those three things uh, in the wilderness uh, and um, now in in Romans five thirteen, 
um, you know, sin is not imputed. It's not charged to a person's account, right? Where there is no law. The only law that Adam and Eve had was to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they failed. That was the only law that they had. Now because of, of Adam's sin, he lost the image of God. And now man is no longer born in the image of God, but born in the image of Adam with a dead spirit. All right? And you'll see that in Genesis 5. Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. Are you there? I'm there. All right. Starting at verse 1. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. Notice that. Their name, Adam. That is Mr. and Mrs. Adam. In the day when they were created. Now pay attention to verse 3, brother. And Adam lived in 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. So, now everyone after Adam's fall, as I said, is born in the image of Adam with a dead spirit. And that is why uh, Christ told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, Ye must be born again. That dead spirit needs to be made alive. Right, so Adam uh, lost the image of God. He's now two-thirds man. Remember, man's a trinity. Body, soul, spirit. But the spirit is dead. So now he's two-thirds man. He's, he's incomplete. Now, when a person gets saved, they believe and they trust the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit uh, rejuvenates that dead spirit. And it's made alive. And now the person is complete in Christ. Amen? Amen. So, so now, why didn't Adam confront Eve and say something like you know God gave us a commandment to not eat of this tree 
I'm not going to eat of it. You're not going to eat of it. Why, why didn't he go to God and, and say, say, God, we're uh, being offered the fruit from this tree. You know, is it okay to eat of it? You know, something like that. Why didn't he do that? is because Adam loved his wife more than he loved God. And he wanted to please his wife over God. And so what did what did they do after they ate? Let's look at uh, Genesis 2, verses 6 and 7. And, and notice, brother, the, the poetry in the King James Bible. Are you there? I'm here. All right. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise see the poetry <laughs> she took of she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat and in verse 7 and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Okay, so they are no longer innocent. They knew that they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And that is a type and picture of self-righteousness. They were trying to cover up their sin themselves. And so, you know, sin always demands judgment. And and so God, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but but God um, expelled them from the garden. All right, and they uh, Adam died spiritually when he ate of that tree. Uh, he died uh, physically later on. Right? And so uh, we are living in a day, um, you know, when preachers, pastors, evangelists, you know, they, they teach that, that God is love, God is love, God is love, God is love. And they forget that God may be a God of love, but he's also a God that demands judgment. Right? He's a holy God. Right? And so, uh, in the next uh, dispensation, uh, next Bible study, we will, we will see what, uh, what God does with them. Right? And his judgments. Okay, so... So that is the dispensation of 
innocence. They were uh, made innocent, put into the garden innocent, but they ended up falling. And uh, then they, they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together, which is a type of self-righteousness. All right? So, you got any questions, brother, or anything that, uh, that you want to, to add to it? Yeah, I was just looking right there, back to when we were looking right there in Proverbs 30, right there in verse 6, you know, where it said, uh, Yeah. Where it said, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, now be found a liar. And I was looking at yes. that, and it goes right back, you know, you know, with the, with that, that even balance of the Lord, you know, he's a God of love, but he's also a God of hate. Yes. And I was looking, yeah. I was thinking, thinking back right there with Eve, and though, and though they both, her and her husband both sinned right there, in verse 7, you know, they realized that they were naked and then they sewed fig leaves, made themselves aprons. You know, whenever the person has the head say his words, just like she did before she ate, it said that he will reprove thee and they'll be found a liar. And though, though she wasn't yes. a liar, that just shows you the, gra the grace and long suffering of the Lord still because it, there was a little bit of a pause in time here before he came down before them. He waited until after they clothed themselves. Right. Yeah. Wait until after after it was after it was conceived after it didn't happen. Then he came to them. I think that's Amen. that's just it's just something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I I wish that that Adam would have said something to Eve. You know, can can you imagine what what it um, what it would be like, you know, if uh, if he would have said something to her, you know, would have prevented her from from eating that tree or of that tree. But but who's to who's to say though that that um, maybe later on, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, you know somebody else could have. Cause something to cause the, the or could have done something to cause the fall of man. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. You know, God God has a purpose for, for everything, brother, happening. Yeah, so He does. Yeah. So praise praise God for that. Um so the the next the next dispensation, uh, we will see the uh, the judgments of, of God. Uh, I am uh, I'm looking forward to to that. I'm looking forward to to going through all these dispensations. Because um, you know, brother, when when um, when I started learning. You know the dispensations. Um, the the King James Bible just opened up to me, and 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 I started, you know, learning and 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 growing, and it's such a such a blessing. And and so now I want to be able to teach others 
the truth. You know, teach others yes. uh, dispensationalism. You know, so that they know the truth and they can grow and learn, and then they can help others. Yeah, so, such a blessing, brother, to to teach and preach God's word. It's an honor. So, praise God. But I am, uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to stop the, the recording, alright, and then, uh, then we will do this again next week, brother, alright? Okay.